This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. Before we get to it, make sure you follow us wherever you get your audio podcast. Just search FFSN, that's Rather Cavalier. Give us a five-star rating on Apple and Spotify. Also, check out our cast shorts on the Nordall's YouTube channel. Now let's get to it. That's rather Cavaliers, Cleveland Cavaliers podcast. Back in the building on Fans First Sports Network, sitting back with my boy Tate Boy Fresh. Tate, we're back in the building. Nine out of ten for the Cleveland Cavaliers. Got a big win tonight with the Milwaukee Bucks. We got a lot to talk about about these Cleveland Cavaliers. But before we get to it, let me let me kick it over to my co-host. Tate, what's crackalacking, man? What's going on, man? Big G, what's happening, man? We back in the building. It's been a minute, man. You know, we're trying to finish up all this football stuff and playoff stuff but we all know it's it's a conference championship weekend the super bowl in two weeks football's coming to an end and we'll be full till nba in the building so for now though man you know the Cavs have had a nice little run man they've been playing really well yeah without without darius garland and evan mobley facts not to say they don't need them they've been playing well they like you said nine out of ten they had one eight straight <clears throat> they lost to milwaukee the other day they they think they gave up like 126, 128 points. Yep. And they lost. They let Milwaukee come out and hit them in the mouth, and they never could get over that hump. And they cut it to six, the lead to six in the fourth quarter with three minutes left on the game Wednesday night. But then Milwaukee it took too much for the Cavs to get back in, and Milwaukee stretched it out. Tonight's game, though, on the other hand, it was competitive the entire game. The Cavs really didn't let Milwaukee get away. And then the Cavs started to pull away themselves in the fourth quarter. Total facts. The Cavs can walk away with a big win tonight, 112-100 over the Milwaukee Bucks, which pushes them to 27-16, seven games behind the current first-place team, Boston Celtics, in the East. And, Tate, last time we had talked, bro, I told you, the Cavs are going to push for that third-place spot, man. So how you feeling now after some time has passed? And the Cavaliers is looking real strong, bro, without – Two of possibly of our two of our best players playing consistent minutes night in and night out over the last 10 to 12 games. Your thoughts, bro. If you had to ask me, Big G, before Evan Mobley's injury, I would have said he was better than 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 Jared Allen. Mm. But what we're getting from Jared Allen since this injury, I think this is like his 13th or 14th straight double-double. Facts. Tonight he had 24 and 14. 
uh, two blocks. You know, he, and he guarded Giannis. Yeah. He played Giannis well. He really did. Um, I also think Donovan Mitchell stepped his game up. Man, did he ever. Not just tonight, but over the course of these guys have been injured. Yeah, yeah. He Tonight he had 32, eight rebounds, six assists. He was uh, six of 12 from three-point range. He, he, yeah. was, he was a leader we need. And I've been saying to people, man, for the past probably – Five, six weeks? Yeah. Donovan Mitchell, man, been playing with that Mamba mentality, man. That is total facts. If you look at him and watch him play and just, just look at the energy he brings and look at the and look at the intensity in his eyes on his face. Yeah. He been playing with that Mamba mentality, man. I love it. Tate, I don't disagree, bro. I, I think over the last few weeks, one of the most killer things that I've seen is first number one, Donovan Mitchell was not voted first team to the all-star team you know he's a bench player for the for the eastern squad which well, i don't may, i don't even he, understand he, he may be a bench bench player how, yeah, he may be. How, how that works i mean he should make it i'm saying he yeah. may be but that's not set yet yeah how it works though the all-star starters 50 percent fan vote facts 25 percent player vote facts 25 percent coach vote mm. so if you have a fan I mean, fans that want to see a certain guy. Like, I think the starting line for the East is is uh, Halliburton from Indiana. Total facts. Dane probably shouldn't be all-star star this year, but he is. He is. The front court, I think they got right. Yeah. Giannis, Tatum, and Embiid. Yeah, I agree. But Hallibur- Halliburton probably should start, too. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, I, I, I would say Mitchell should start over Dane. That's yeah. just my thoughts. There's that's, no that, – that's And – yeah, and in my personal opinion as well, I think that Donovan Mitchell has put himself within the context of the conversation for the MVP of the NBA. Ooh. The way that he has played for the past 12 to 15 games, played over consistently over the past several weeks, there's no doubt in my mind that Donovan Mitchell's getting the snub for not being in MVP conversation because he's doing things that other players who are in MVP conversations is doing, i.e. Joel Embiid, i.e. Giannis, Giannis, Shea Gilchrist, Alexander, uh, Shea Gilchrist, Shea Shea Childress, Alexander. So he's getting the opportunity to play and perform like those guys. And I just think he's getting a snub. You know, take your thoughts about, you know, Mitchell being an MVP and should have been maybe an Eastern Conference all-star starter. I definitely think he should be a starter. In an MVP talk, mm, he had to keep this up consistently for the rest of the season because mm-hmm. you got guys like Embiid and Shea Gillis-Alexander. Um, they're leading their teams. Their teams are up ranked higher in the standings right now. Yeah. Um, there's probably another guy that, that that I'm probably missing. You always got to throw Joker in there, right? Yeah, Joker always. Always well, I mean, five. I think Donovan Mitchell is definitely in the top five or six. He should be considered top five or six for that voting. Yeah. As of right now. Yeah. Don't mean he can't have a great season, lead them the rest of the way, get them in the in third or second. They're actually tied right now uh with the with the with the New York Knicks, big G. Yeah. Um, for fourth place, the four seed, which four or five, they the Cavs are 27 and 16, the Knicks are 28 and 17. Right. That's what, that puts them both seven games back from the Boston Celtics. Yeah. 
And only two games behind the 76ers who's in that third spot. You know, so right. I, I'm saying, I'm saying when you actually look at the top four in the Eastern Conference standings, they all have an MVP caliber player. Boston Tatum, Milwaukee Giannis, Philadelphia Embiid. Cavs got Mitchell, bro. And I'm saying he should be in that conversation because the East, in my opinion, for maybe the first time in a long time, is might be just as tough as the West. The gauntlet to get through some of those teams is rough, rugged, and raw. And so, you know, Donovan out there balling. He's out there balling. That's just, you know, my opinion. And I think that they should take a look at it, at least from – and I hope he gets in the All-Star game and just blows up. Not to mention what he does over the next 10 or 12 games before the All-Star game. But I hope he blows up in the All-Star game so people can actually be like, man, Mitchell's sort of nice, bro. He's sort of nice, and he should be in that conversation. All right, so I got a segue. Our guy, Relly Hall, the young fella, he's not here. Man, rest up, Relly. But I got a segue. We talked about prior to or the last time when all of us was on together about do the Cavaliers need to make a trade in order to push themselves in position to contend for the Eastern Conference. We had a crossover show with those Chicago Bulls trash team talking mess about our Cleveland Cavaliers squad. But Tate, since it's just me and you, and we're going to work it out. Do the Cavs need to make a trade before the deadline? Do they need to, what do they need to do? Or do we got it in the building? We just got to put all the pieces together to give us an opportunity to make a run at the Eastern Conference Finals. I'm on, uh, I'm on both sides of that, man. Mm. I can see how the move would be just get healthy, get all your pieces back, and then put it together and see what it's looking like. Yeah, yeah. But I also think there's a, a you know, a, a tertiary piece Yeah. that you can get to add some juice. Yeah. I don't know what that is yet, man. Um. I think they can add some juice, though, man. I mean, and it would just cost maybe to get somebody good trading away somebody like Okoro and Wade and, yeah. you know, uh, Ty Jerome's contract. Maybe even somebody might want uh, Karis LeVert. Even though I'm loving the way Karis LeVert is playing right now. Play big tonight. Hit a big three late. Absolutely. He hit, hit that three. big three. They put him up Put him up 12, I think, with, yeah. with like a minute something left. Yeah, yeah. Because, yeah, Milwaukee is starting to come back. So so if you had a wish list of a player that you said you could take those pieces and put it together and turn it into a guy that could get the Cavs over the, over the hump, who would that player be? If you had to identify one guy, you like, man, I just wish we had this guy on our squad. Who would that be, bro? Realistic? Realistic. I'm probably on the phone with Brooklyn. Yeah. Trying yeah. to get trying to get Royce O'Neal and Finney Smith. Yeah. I think I think they both available. I think the Cavs could give up uh Dean Wade or Coro in a second round pick, maybe two second round picks. Yeah. But to yeah. bring in Royce O'Neal and bring in Finney, you be bringing in the same. Level of defense almost a little different with yeah. Finney Smith as you are losing with Okoro. Yeah. But you but 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 when you got that defender on the floor, you still you getting that three-point shooting. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I definitely like that. Royce O'Neal, 
is a good three-point shooter, a good scrappy player. Yeah, been around a few years, a veteran. He's good friends with Donovan Mitchell. And I think you build this thing to make to make Spider Mitchell feel comfortable, man. Yeah, he, I've been hearing things like he could potentially sign the extension this summer. He's not against Cleveland. Yeah, I think fact. he knows it'd be hard for New York to get him. He don't fit with New York right now. Yeah, yeah. You yeah, know, he, not as the two, not as the two for sure. Not with the Knicks. There's no way he fits in that. So, but Tate, I was on the same team. I just was thinking about Dimwitty, man. I was thinking about like, could we add Dimwitty and he be our actual scoring off the bench for the Cavaliers to give well, us an what, opportunity? What, 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 you what know? is Karis Levert? Karis Levert is third off the bench and scoring the NBA. That is facts. So, but do you like Dimwitty to get a bucket or Karis Levert? I like Levert better. Levert, man. Longer, I think. Yeah. So, do you think we got to give up Levert to get those two pieces that you identified? No, I, I I said Okoro, Wade, and two second-round picks. No, I'm with it. I'm with it. I, I don't disagree. And I, I like, think, and, I, and I like the way Okoro been playing this year, Big G. Yeah, yeah. He has improved. He has improved. But, but he knew his minutes was going to be cut based on some of the guys that we brought in. If they you weren't know. until Garland got hurt. Now, now he's now he started the two with Mitchell started the one. Correct. And, play, Correct. and playing really good defense. Like tonight, what what did he do tonight? He scored three points, one rebound, one assist, one assist. Well, I think he had field. like I think he had two or three steals though, bro. I think he had two steals, maybe three. He had two two blocks and two steals. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, and, that, and, that's, and that's critical. That's critical. Yeah, we needed him to lock on Dane, so Donovan Mitchell could run. You know, we needed that. We needed those. So this this is also a big thing with me too. You know, when you start talking about fits and chess pieces that tie into an organization for them to make a push, that's why I like that trade that you brought up for the Brooklyn from the Brooklyn Nets because I think those two pieces fit the culture in Cleveland that gives us the more scrappy defender, 3 and D guys, but can make a big bucket. I know Finney Smith can make big buckets. I've seen him do it when he was, especially when he's playing with the Dallas Mavericks. So I think if, if if Spider's driving and Garland's driving and it's draw two and kick and you're kicking to that three-point line, I think both Royce O'Neal and Finney Smith can 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 knock down a three. And because I think, that's what we're going to need, you know? I think Finney Smith is going to bring you the same level of defense as Okoro. Mm. But he's going to guard to people that Dean Wade's been guarding. Yeah, yeah. Better he's defender. A, he's a better athlete than Dean Wade. Yeah, yeah. Um, better I think, defender. And it just for the tenth, I think they like I still like Dean Wade. The Cavs get along well, but yeah. Royce O'Neal is Donovan Mitchell's boy. So was Niang was Donovan Mitchell's boy in Utah. Yeah. So I mean, you know, you you got to make this team to where, especially the way Donovan been playing lately, man. Yeah. Don has been playing like an All NBA player, like that guy. If you had asked me before all the injuries, and all all the talk was is with Donovan Mitchell getting traded. I don't think yeah. Cleveland want nothing to do with trading Donovan Mitchell. Not this year. No, no. They want to try and win much as they can and be as good as they can and try and win a playoff series, maybe two, and yeah. try and re-sign him. Because they yeah. they own the they own this this not even the season that they really ready, ready. Correct. You know what I mean? Still young, still young. Still young. Yeah, still young. Still gotta learn some things. Definitely, and definitely have to be playoff tested in order to make a push. So I, I get it. All right, listen, we're gonna take a quick commercial break. We're at the 15 minute mark. 
For all you guys out there listening to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Google Podcasts, we'll be back in about 10 seconds on the Fans First Sports Network. That's Rather Cavaliers, Cleveland Cavaliers Podcast. Give us like 10 and we'll be back. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. And thank you to our, our, our partners who rock out with us. And thank you to our partners who rock out with us to give us the commercials and sponsorships and all the other things that we have on That's Rather Cavalier, Cleveland Cavalier podcast. Man, I'm sitting with my boy Tate Boy Fresh with That's Rather Cavaliers, Fans First Sports Network. Tate, we've been chopping it up about the recent success of the Cavs. I'm going to throw a, a hard question out there to you, man. And, and like I said, once again, shout out hey. to the young fella, Relly Hall, man. You know, we're wishing you well right now as you recover. So, hey, Big G. Yes, sir. We, we got to say something about Tristan Thompson being suspended for PEDs. That's where I was going. I was going with Tristan and I was going with Imani. So Tristan yeah. Thompson, 25-game suspension. Tate, that's like, you know, with 20 left. Do the Cavs even cut him? Do they cut him? Do they bring him back? What do, you know, what do they do? No, no way they cut him. J, J, JB appreciates and respects and admires his presence in the locker room as a leader. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So, And Tristan, before the word came out, they was going to be suspended. He got the team together and talked to the team before it even came out. He wanted to let them know what was coming. He took accountability. He said what it was. And now he just got to, you know, he just got to, you know, pay the piper. Yeah. 25 with no games. Can't even be close to, to, the, to, the, oh, to the queue. He got to sit it out, bro. He can't do nothing. Nothing jumping off nowhere close. Can't be at practices. Can't do anything, you know. How much do you think that his suspension – will affect the psyche of the Cavaliers, especially with those young players who've been leaning on him to gain confidence concerning their play on the floor. I think he's I think he's rubbed off on them enough thus far, and they know he's coming back. Mm. You know what I mean? It's not like he's suspended for the year and not coming back. Yeah. He'd be back with about 15 games left. Yeah, yeah. I mean, maybe 12. But somewhere around there to get ready for that playoff run. Yeah. You know, Evan Mobley be back healthy. He'll be the third big again. Yeah. Tristan will. Um, and then you got they, I think I think they're gonna lean on Max Struess too. Yeah. Matt Matt well, Struess has earned his money. Struess has earned his money. Ain't Struce no sense his money. About. And Struess is he might not hit all his threes or score a lot of points, but Struess is gonna be scrap. He's gonna scrap. Yeah. yeah. He'll get out there in that scrap. He's gonna play hard. Uh, tonight, 11.7 rebounds, four assists, two or seven for three-point range, two yeah. steals. Yeah. So, yeah, Matt, Matt Struess just plays hard, man. I mean, he has that mentality that uh, Pat Riley, Eric Spolstra, Heat culture, he brought he brought some of that to Cleveland. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I really like what Struess is bringing. I think he's the, the, the individual that players look to and lean on while Tristan Thompson is out the building. Yeah. 
So I think Tristan Thompson owes it to the Cavaliers to come back stronger than ever. I think he needs to take this 25-game suspension and really work on getting his body together and stay in as best shape as he possibly can. Because it's not like he's going to spell huge minutes for the Cavs, but come playoff time, he's going to give us the minutes that we need, especially from that big man position with opposing teams having big front courts. You know, so well, we're right, gonna right, need right, it. right right now. We on we on course to play the Knicks again in the first round. That's right. So we're gonna need him. So Tristan, I think you just owe it to the Cavs. Stay in shape, bro. Don't be out partying. Don't be out kicking it. Stay away from them Kardashians. You know, even though I know them's your people, stay away from them and stay in shape, bro. Stay as close as you can to the team. You know. You, just because you're not a player doesn't mean you can't show up to the game. Buy a ticket. Buy a ticket and sit behind the bench and just sit there, bro. I mean, it's not like you need the money. You've been playing for years. you got bread. So stay close as you can to the team. That's just my feelings, Tay. Your thoughts, bro. No, I I, I definitely I definitely agree with you, man. Mm-hmm. I definitely agree with you. Um, He needs to stay in shape. Yeah. Because it's gonna be a it's gonna be a short runway between when you get back in the playoffs. Yeah, you know, so he got games. He, he got to be ready to take off after probably about 10, 11 games because they're gonna try and rest in the last two or three just to make sure he's rested and ready for the playoffs. He's back in basketball, playing shape, and he's resting and ready for the playoffs. But he, like you said, he's gonna play that role. Yeah. I mean, he, he only might get eight minutes a game, but it'll be eight minutes to go in there and bang, get rebounds. Inspire the team, play good defense, and like right now, I'm seeing them banging against uh, what ha- Haverstein for the for the yeah. Knicks and and Julius yeah. Randle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thomas Tom, Tom ain't going out like we did last year, and how he playing now? I don't think Jared Allen is either. No, I think he's toughing Jared Allen up. I think for sure he's 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 giving Jared Allen a shoulder that he can lean on, and definitely you know show him from a defensive presence standpoint, what you actually have to do come playoff basketball. And I think he's done an outstanding job with helping a lot of the young, a lot of younger cats, right. for sure, without a doubt. All right, Tate, Imani Bates, one of the biggest questions in the room. The kid looks good, man. I mean, we've been talking got, about it got, over and got, over again. He got you suspended know. too. Yeah, he did. For how many games? Two games. It might be over now. Yeah, two games suspension. He got into it with a fan on one of the road games. A fan was saying something, and him and one of the other charged players went into the stands. No, 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 no altercation, no fight. No, just had to talk to the guy, and yeah, he suspect. I think it's uh, charge, charge imposed. The the, the Cavs and the charge that I believe. I don't believe the G League did it, mm-hmm. but I could be wrong. But two games, and it may yeah. be over. But he has been balling to get to what you were getting to. Yeah, he's he's. Tate, he his progression has been unbelievable. I mean, I thought I didn't think we would see that this early. I thought he was going to take him a while. I thought he was going to have to get him NBA shape. I thought he was going to have to get his NBA body. He's showing that, hey man, he might be ready to roll now. So if we make the trade that you're talking about. Do we move Bates up and give him an opportunity to prove whether or not he can give us maybe? Six to ten minutes on the floor for the Cavs and get another score out there to help us. I don't think so, G. I think you just you just let him just keep keep marinating, keep cooking, 
down there in the G League when it's time, when they're at home, bring them up, let them sit on the bench, you know, dressing for home mm-hmm. games. Mm-hmm. You know, if it's a blowout, maybe he gets in. But I think you, you don't, you don't want to disrupt the development. If they make that trade and bring in Finney Smith and Royce O'Neal, that's even less playing time available. You bring in two more players that's going to contribute. That's facts. You know what I mean? I yeah. think you just let Imani keep doing what he's doing, balling out, probably going to be the G League MVP. Yeah, facts. And uh, next year, when camp is ready, camp is time for camp, and he, he done put on probably 10, 15 pounds, a little muscle, a little experience, I think then he'd be ready to be a contributor. Still not a starter, but a contributor. Yeah. But th- this yeah. year, just let that development keep going because you can't go wrong with that. They don't. They would be forcing him to play six or eight minutes right now. They don't need him to play six or eight minutes right now. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? You got to think about still when guys get healthy, think about still getting minutes for Sam Merrill. Yeah. He's going to need minutes. You know yeah, what I mean? Facts. That's facts. I mean, Craig, Craig Porter Jr. is four four years older than Imani Bates. Craig Porter well, Jr. is earned minutes, too. He's earned minutes. He has. On his but, play. But, but, but we know in the playoffs that rotation tightens. Yeah. You go to you go to eight to nine men. That's it. That's that's what happens in the playoffs. Eight or nine guys. That's that's the farthest you're going down is nine. You know, and right. a lot of times it's gonna be eight. So, you know, you I don't I don't know. I don't know. But it's just the seeing the, the growth and the development for this young man is just unbelievable. I knew he had it in him. I just think he needed an opportunity. So either way, I'm good with it, whatever they decide. But I know, without a shadow of a doubt, Imani Bates is a future star for the Cleveland Cavaliers. He's there. He's a future star, without a shadow of a doubt. We just got to give him an opportunity to move him up. All right, Tate, we're at about the 25-minute mark. We always end every That's Rather Cavaliers, Cleveland Cavaliers podcast, where we talk about the NBA in totality. We always got hot topic issues, hot button issues, right? So we didn't have some players going scoring binges. We had Joel and B with 70. We had Luca with 73. We've had Booker with 62 and 65. We had Cat even with 62. Man, what's up with the scoring in the league, man? Are we really seeing the change in basketball where we're going to be able to see a guy put up an 80 or 90 point game like it ain't nothing? Because we're trending towards guys scoring more than ever before. So your thoughts about that, and then I'm going to swing another question to you concerning the overall NBA. I think, Big G, that scoring is up because play style is different, man. Mm. These guys play the regular season now like they play in style of play. I mean, you know, the game used to be inside out. Yeah. You got a dominant center, you kick it to the big, he gets the two-point shot off, you know, he may kick it out, but even then, you know, you shoot mid-range shots. Yeah. You know, now everything is outside in. Yeah. Spacing on the floor. Facts. Every everybody one through four can definitely shoot. You yeah. got a good you if you got a good five, he can shoot too. Yeah. So I feel like the scoring is only doing what the game is allowed it to do. Mm-hmm. Like um last night. The Hawks lost to – they lost to somebody. They scored 132 points and lost. can't remember who they played. They scored 140-something tonight and lost. See what I mean? Yeah. yeah. So teams don't play, don't, don't, don't play defense like they used to, but defense still is a, is a critical part of the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Got to play defense in the playoffs. Um, I think this game tonight, Luka's game is the highest game since 
Kobe scored 81. Yeah, facts, total facts, 73. So, yeah, man, scoring's going to be up. I don't know that it means that – it just means the, the place, play and style of play is, is different in today's game. Yeah. Yeah, I think I think I, I, I co-signed with that, and this was a conversation I was having – well, one of the other guys that we we share a podcast platform with uh, today, and he was like, man, it's just a matter of time before Wilt's 100-point game is broken. And I was like, man, get out of here. There's no freaking way a, a team is going to uh, let one guy score 100 points on him. But the more I keep seeing these 70-point games and 60-point games go off, man, I think it might happen, bro. I think it might. Even saying that, man, you got to realize how far away – 100 years from 60-something and 73. Yeah, it's still 20-something points. Not 20-something, 27. Yeah, 27. That's a whole lot of more points, a whole lot more points to have to get. Yeah. But so I don't think the 100 – I think that 81 could fall, though. You think the 81 could go? 81 could go. Yeah. I mean, look at Luke yeah. and Knight. That's just, that's just eight more points. Yeah. If he Three makes, shots. If, if, if he make two more threes and get to the line one more time – yeah. That's 81. Yeah. So that's yeah. still 19 away from 100. Still 19 away. So right. that's still a long like, way to yeah, go. That's a long way to go. That's what I'm getting at. Yeah. For the 100, now, the scoring is definitely up. I'm not sure. I think you got about three or four guys averaging over 30 right now. Yeah. And I'd say uh, at least four. Yeah. I'm, 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 I'm going to tell you who I'm pulling it up right now. I uh, think it's MB. I think it's Shea. I think it's Joker. I think it's Luca. It's it's it's, it's Embiid at thirty six. Yep. Luca at thirty four point six. Yep. Shea at thirty one point one. Yep. And Giannis at thirty one. Yeah. How where's the Joker at? Is he close? He's not in the top five. It's not registered. Yeah. K K K D is fifth at twenty eight point eight. Yeah. So you're gonna have maybe five guys that's gonna average over thirty a game this year. That's that's high scoring NBA for sure, which is what the fans came to see. What they come to see? That's like with football. You know how it is in football. You can't go over that middle more. You can't hit like you used to. You got yeah all these things. You know what I mean? Yeah, I agree. The, the, the only game that went defense was baseball. Yeah, where they where they where they made guys stop juicing and took the home run balls out. Yeah, took, took the juice balls out the game, but everything else is all about offense and sales. Man, I. I wish we had a show to talk about baseball because the first thing I would come up with, I'd be like, man, free Barry Bonds. Barry Bonds deserves to be in the Hall of Fame. I don't care what anybody says. He deserves to be in the Hall of Fame. Stop it with the nonsense. Everybody during that era was juicing. Everybody. Just everybody didn't get caught. Barry Bonds should be in the Hall of Fame. Stop it. You know, that's just, you know, my, my, me going off on a tangent about a non-basketball subject, but it's ridiculous how these people have pegged and said that he doesn't deserve to be. You have lost your mind. He was a Hall of Fame player without the juice. You before, know, so it, before the juice. Yeah. In fact, I agree. I agree. and everybody was juicing, so he should be on there. Okay. But that's just me on my soapbox. Okay. Tate, last subject, last segue, man. We got a lot of talk about the MVP right now, man. You got a lot of guys. They say they're there. They think they're there. I want to get your top three. If the MVP vote went down today, who's your top three? Mm. Well, I'm going to put your boy in there. I'm not saying he's one, but Shea, Shea, 
Gil Gilgis Alexander, he's in it. Yeah, yeah. I gotta go. Man, it's hard to leave the Joker out, man. It's hard. It is. It's it's real hard. It's real, real hard. I get it. Well, I'm gonna leave he I mean he got to be four. I'm gonna leave him out and I'm gonna go okay. MB, obviously, uh -huh. and Giannis. And B, Giannis, and Shea. Yeah. No order. No order. Oh, that's hard, Tate. That's a hard deal. Because the Joker is out there killing him, man. He almost averages man. a triple-double. Have you seen what Giannis has been doing this year, man? Oh, yeah. Oh, I, I listen, think Giannis I, is like six in scoring, fifth in rebounding. He averaging like seven assists a game. Yeah. And doing everything Giannis do, man, on the, on the, on the number two team in the East. I mean. Yeah. If, if, if he if he keep this pace going for the rest of the year, he definitely gonna be the discussion. I don't disagree. I, but I, what, I think I think he deserves it if, if he keeps this pace going. But what happens is people get fatigued, man. What happened was how LeBron never got another one. Yeah. You know, it's Giannis, Giannis won two. Joker won two. Mm -hmm. So it stands the reason that it could be the year that Shea get it. Yeah. Or Embiid could get his second this year because Embiid balling. Yeah, thirty six points a game, like almost eleven rebounds a game. He even he even dropping off like four or five dimes a game. Man, he is. That is total facts. So, and he on the number three team in the East. I don't know how you how you can not say that's not MVP right there so far. Yeah, I if I had a list in order, I would go and B one, I go Shea two, and I go Giannis three. If I had to go in order as of today. Yeah, we, that would be we, my orders. We got the same. That probably be my order too if I was to give an order. Yeah, yeah. But I, but but I, but I am really excited to take you notice because all the platforms were on FFSN. Shea's balling, man. Shea has shown that he is the guy. You know, and I'm really excited about his team. And if there's a team that I think could just make one chess piece move and put him over the hump to win the Western Conference. It's OKC. I mean, they, I think they need a wily old veteran, somebody like a PJ Tucker, who ain't getting no minutes with the Clippers right now. They need one of those guys to come into their locker room and just help them, because I think that's all they need. So you know, I I would love to see it, but I like OKC. But you are absolutely right when you say MB and Giannis is balling out of control. Ain't no ifs ands buts about it. OKC is tied for first in the West with uh Minnesota. Yeah. Minnesota's nice, right. too. Yeah. Anthony Edwards ain't been showing up like normal, but, you know, Cat's been balling, so I get it. And they in I first place. At first place. All right, Tate. We're going to close it out. That's Rather Cavaliers, Cleveland Cavaliers podcast. You got anything you want to say before we get out of here? Yeah, man. I just want to say uh, the, Cavs, the Cavs' next game is – they play the Clippers. Clippers host yep. the Clippers Monday night. Facts. That'll be another good test, man. Yeah. Facts. Seven o'clock Monday night. The Clippers ain't figured it out yet. I don't. You know, they got all those pieces, but they just don't know how to work it through. They they ain't figured it out. But great pieces, great big, team. Big G. They've been playing well. What are you talking about? Nah, they ain't PJ Tucker ain't getting no minutes because Wait, he don't. He, the big G, they in third place in the West, man. They two games behind the Timberwolves in the Thunder. What are you talking about? Nah, man. Nah. No minutes. And, and West come off the Westbrook come off the man. You ain't watched the you ain't never watched the, the I have watched the Clippers. They they've been tripping. They've been going extended minutes with Kawhi. They've been going extended minutes with Paul George. 
what yeah, teams I, don't, but Russ get his. I bet Russ average of 14 a game. Russ coming in as that energizer bunny. They're yeah. getting they getting good minutes from uh James Harden. Of course, Harden. I'm thinking trying to think of the, the other pieces. The uh um the kid from Portland played at Portland and Toronto. Um played at UCLA. Yeah, I know you're talking about t- not not Tatum. Um but t- but but teen, but is that his no, name? No, no, that's not his name. I know you're talking about. I know exactly what you're talking about. Played at yeah. Portland. Yeah. I just can't call his name right off the top of my head. But yeah, I, I don't know. It's going to be a good test. I think the Cavs is going to be a great test with the with the Clippers. And I'm excited to watch Norman, the Norman, Norman Powell, I'm thinking of. Norman Powell, yeah. Great three-point shooter. And, and they got and they got Terrence Mann, the young kid been playing good. Yeah, facts. That's facts. Then they picked up Daniel Tice. That's Remember facts. Tice when he played for Boston, nice big banger. And yeah. they got PJ Tucker that they can go to. Yeah. Yeah. So I like I like I like what the Clippers is doing. I'm yeah. not saying they're coming out the West, but I like what they're doing. That's facts. So we got a great game coming up with the Cavaliers, for sure, without a shadow of a doubt. Thank you guys for listening to us once again on Fans First Sports Network. That's rather Cavaliers, Cleveland Cavaliers podcast. You can catch us on every podcast channel or availability that's out there: Google Podcast, Spotify. You can even check us out from time to time on YouTube if you see us. And don't forget about Apple Podcasts because we're really on that one too. Once again, thank you for listening to me, Tape Boy Fresh, and our boy, Relly Hall. Prayers for you, bro. As we end every show, let's go Cavs. Let's go Cavs. Let's go Cavs.